This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB-S2, modulation 8PSK, audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, you are listening to the news on Radio Romania International. I am Vlad Palku. Let's look at the top stories. Prosecutors with the Directorate for Investigating Organized Crime and Terrorism have indicted four people in an espionage investigation. Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă has expressed support for the new Education Minister Ligia Deca. And Russian senators today ratified the annexation of the regions of Luhansk, Donetsk, Zaporizhia and Kherson in the Russian Federation. The Russian Federation Council on Tuesday ratified the annexation of the Ukrainian regions of Luhansk, Donetsk, Zaporizhia and Kherson. On Monday, the Russian state Duma had also ratified the annexation of these Russian-held territories. Once ratified by the Federation Council, Vladimir Putin can promulgate the federal law. The Kremlin leader signed last Friday the annexation documents. The four regions recently hosted referendums that were not recognized by the international community. Russia is the only country to have recognized the independence of these so-called republics on the territory of Ukraine and subsequently accepted their requests to join the Russian Federation. Western governments and Kyiv say the referendums were in breach of international law were held in coercive circumstances and lacked representation. The Border Police General Inspectorate announced some 75,000 people entered Romania on Monday, of whom 8,100 were Ukrainian nationals, accounting for an 8% drop compared to the previous day. Starting February 10, 2022, some 2.5 million refugees entered Romania, most of whom were en route to Western countries. The International Energy Agency has warned Europe might see increased trouble regarding its gas deliveries. According to its gas market report targeting the fourth quarter of 2022, the IEA says the EU member states will have to reduce their gas consumption this upcoming winter in case Moscow completely cuts off deliveries. Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the significant drop in natural gas supplies to Europe are significantly impacting household users, businesses and economies themselves, not just in Europe but also in emerging and developing markets as well. To keep gas supplies at an appropriate level ahead of the heating season, the IEA recommends a reduction of 9 up to 13% compared to the five-year average. Romania has reached 87% natural gas storage capacity and can also provide assistance to the Republic of Moldova, authorities say. Romania's Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă expressed support of the new Education Minister Ligia Deca and her efforts to further the Educated Romania Presidency Endorse Project, 
which aims to submit new education laws to Parliament by the end of the month. A former presidential adviser, Lija Deka, was sworn in on Monday, replacing outgoing Education Minister Sorin Kumpanu, who stepped down last week in the wake of a plagiarism scandal. Deka was the nomination of the National Liberal Party. Prosecutors with the Directorate investigating organised crime and terrorism, the court, have indicted four people, Romanian and foreign nationals, as part of an espionage inquiry targeting the Serbian company NIS Petrol, a subsidiary of the Russian energy giant Gazprom. Prosecutors have ordered searches in Bucharest and Timisoara, both at the company's headquarters as well as at the homes of a number of employees confiscating documents and data storage hardware. The four are accused of having traded classified information and of facilitating the unauthorized transfer of data concerning Romania's mineral reserves. In 2009, Gazprom bought the majority package at NIS based on an agreement signed by Belgrade and Moscow. Kishinev has accused Russian propaganda of spreading fake news about a general mobilization soon to be ordered in the Republic of Moldova. Moldova's defense minister stated in a press release that mobilization can only be ordered in state of emergency or war, and none apply to present-day Moldova. Defense officials have also urged the population to consult only reliable sources following the circulation of this rumor over a telecom network. The Nobel Prize in Physics was bestowed to Alain Aspect of France, John F. Clauser of the United States and Anton Zeilinger of Austria for their revolutionary experiments with entangled photons, establishing the violation of Bell inequalities and pioneering quantum information science. Their findings have laid the foundation for a new era of quantum technology. And that was the news on Radio Romania International. Romania has enough gas stocks and can also support the neighboring Moldova in this respect. I'm Elena Enake with more on this topic in a report by Mihai Pelin. Europe is facing an unprecedented risk in terms of natural gas deliveries this winter after Russia has cut off most deliveries and may have to compete with Asia for expensive liquefied gas transported by ships, the International Energy Agency has announced. According to the agency's latest report, EU member states will have to reduce consumption by 13% through the winter period in case of a complete Russian supply shutdown in the context of the war in Ukraine. Therefore, gas-saving measures for consumers, the industrial sector and the utility sector will be crucial, the report also says. A longer cold season is also a risk, as supply disruptions are more likely. The EU storage facilities are 88% full, some 8% more than the initial target. The International Energy Agency, however, says the EU's storage facilities must be close to 90% in case Russia decides to completely cut off deliveries to Europe. 
Romania's gas storage facilities are about 87% full, says Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă. He also says Romania can support Moldova in this respect in case the Russian Gazprom holds deliveries to this country. Nicolae Ciucă. If we sign contracts for the winter season to keep a balance in the system and secure the quantities needed for the cold days, we can do this. If Gazprom suspends deliveries right now, they do have a problem, but we can deliver to the Republic of Moldova a maximum quantity of 5 million cubic meters per day. That was Romania's Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă. A few days ago, the interconnector Greece-Bulgaria was inaugurated, helping countries in the region be energetically independent from Moscow. Attending the event that marked the end of the IGB construction, a key route to carry gas from the Trans-Adriatic Pipeline and Greece to Bulgaria and neighboring countries were political leaders from the countries benefiting the project. Representing Romania was Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă. The natural gas from Azerbaijan reaches Greece and Bulgaria and, in the future, will also reach Romania. The interconnector shows the efforts Romania has made to find new energy sources and new natural gas transport networks, so as the Brua project, perfected by Romania, Bulgaria, Hungary and Austria, becomes functional. Nicolae Ciucă. This interconnector shows the value of the Brua project and allows us to support the Republic of Moldova and Ukraine through the gas quantities that can be transported through this pipeline. That was Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă. The EU is supporting interconnector Greece-Bulgaria, for which it has allotted 200 million euros. The former presidential adviser Ligia Deca takes over as education minister. I'm Cristina Matescu with this report by Bogdan Matei. In the last 32 years, ever since the communist regime collapsed in Romania, education has seen the most frequent and often confusing changes of all public sectors in this country. Amid chronic political instability, the Education Ministry has seen a great many different ministers, all bent on making new changes. Although none of them lasted for too long, they each managed, while in office, to cancel the reforms promoted by their predecessors. After three decades of constant changes, the results are visible. Pupils and parents alike are complaining about the confusion caused by constantly changing the rules in the middle of the game. Those who can afford it prefer to send their children to study abroad, while the best graduates of Romanian universities also choose to leave the country. Vocational education is no longer effective, so it's becoming increasingly difficult to find a skilled plumber or car mechanic. Because of the stress and the low salaries, teaching is no longer attractive as a profession, so especially in the countryside and in small towns, schools are relying increasingly on substitute teachers. Although the figures vary, specialist studies all indicate that there is a large rate of functional illiteracy among the graduates of Romania schools. Against this backdrop, the new university year began on Monday without a full minister in charge of education. Following the resignation of the former occupant Sorin Campanu, 
amid vocal criticism of the reforms he wished to impose, and worse still, amid accusations of plagiarism. He is a member of the National Liberal Party, who are in power in Romania in a coalition together with the Social Democratic Party and the Democratic Union of Ethnic Hungarians in Romania. The Liberals have nominated Ligia Deca to take over from Campanum. A former education and research advisor to President Klaus Johannes, Deca holds a doctoral degree in political science and published many articles and studies in prestigious magazines in the field of education policy. She also coordinated the drafting of the Educated Romania project promoted by the President and promises that implementing it will be her priority in office. In the meantime, according to a World Vision survey, there's a lot of impatience and frustration in the education system. Two in three teachers are warning that the curriculum is still too busy and that school dropout is still to be tackled. Due to poverty, 35% of Romanian adolescents don't have sufficient school supplies and books. One in ten parents pulls out their children from school temporarily or definitively in order to cope with expenses. Half of teachers say they are discouraged by the lack of parents' involvement in their children's education, and 65% say more money is needed for school labs and sports facilities. All of which makes for a depressing picture of the educated Romania promised by President Klaus Johannes, himself a former physics teacher in Sibiu before going into politics. And that was Radio Newsreel. Time now for some good pop music. Loredana is a Romanian singer who has often been compared to famous American singer Madonna. We now invite you to stay tuned for a song with Loredana entitled When a Day Seems to Be One Year. De unde am plecat 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Inside Romania. Hello, this is Daniel Bills at the microphone. Besides an inspired combination of models, imagination and exploration, the creation of a brand new fashion collection is to a certain extent tantamount to a credo. The belief that by putting on certain clothes, one can connect to values that are very dear to their souls. So a fashion designer can thus turn into a magus whose intention is that all those choosing to wear certain clothes can regain themselves in their most beautiful and purest forms. And that's how the latest creation of artist Sofia in Lacke appears to us, a melange of exquisite new and old, earthly and celestial elements. Here is the artist herself at the microphone with details on the project she has been working on recently. This is a new fashion project called Zamolsa, under which I have launched a first collection entitled Sexy Alien Tsarankutsa, and which very much relies on blessed clothes, as I like to call them since they are mainly made out of organic materials and fabrics. 80-90% of them consist of linen adorned with elements of sacred geometry as well as digital prints also from this area of sacred symbols and geometry. A topic which seems to have blended contradictory ideas such as sensuality, outer space and an all-out rustic spirit. But where did the artist get this idea from? The story somehow started a couple of years ago at my first encounter with linen when I felt a very strong spiritual connection with that material. I would say it has a special sacredness which I found running deep into my soul being somehow linked to the very beautiful experiences I used to have while hiking in the mountains a strong connection with an ancestral knowing of the Romanian land. That inspired me to name the collection Zamolsa, which comes from the god of the ancient Dacians, Zamolxi. All this sacred geometry is present everywhere in the territories inhabited by Romanians, which I personally associate with old-time knowledge running deep in our own blood. Now let's talk a little bit more about the name of this collection. Tsarankutsa, which means in Romanian young peasant woman, was inspired by the fact that all these geometrical figures can be found on folk costumes all over Romania. The other part of the name, alien, refers to the cosmological knowledge of these symbols. And I thought that blending the two elements into a story would be something very beautiful, something that links the earth and the sky, the belief, all the values and virtues we as people have inherited. 
All the traditional elements in the new collection have been mirrored by the embroideries and colours the artist has chosen. Here is again at the microphone Sophia in Lake, which has also referred to the ludic aspect of the challenge she faced in her attempt to come up with a fresh fashion collection. Of course, there is a major need that I felt to play with things and bring new colourful aspects right into our life. That's why I introduced the sexy element, since, of course, a young peasant woman can also be sexy. She might also want to put on more stylish clothes in accordance with our contemporary time. The collection I'm referring to includes nine garment pieces. This is a first project of mine, but have already kicked off another one, you know. And this second one seems to me much more spectacular. However, this collection is the first project of this kind that I started. A project I really got initiated through and which got me a very beautiful feedback. The aforementioned collection could be admired on Facebook and Instagram, and as artist Sofia Inlake has admitted, it is growing. I have to admit I am very enthusiastic about the next project, which I believe am going to launch within a month or so. The new collection is to include clothes for both men and women, a new story about a young peasant woman who meets a young peasant man and the two are going to have their own extraterrestrial, their alien story. My intention was that all those who come and want to wear these clothes may regain their most beautiful and purest forms. The collection we have presented to you today is undoubtedly an invitation to joy. A joy stemming out of forms and colours. An invitation to a more profound connection with the history of these places, to personal history, to somewhere we imagine as a better place, something that is warming heart and soul alike. And that's all from our regular feature Inside Romania. This is Radio Romania International, cultural event. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu. Bucharest International Film Festival, the longest running and only film festival in Bucharest with an international competition dedicated to feature films, now in its 18th edition, takes place from September 29th to October 9th. The panorama section brings to Bucharest the most anticipated films of the festival. Recent films, which have won important awards at other international competitions, will be screened at the Bucharest Festival. So viewers will be able to see on the big screen actors such as Anthony Hopkins and Anne Hathaway starring in films premiering in Romania. BIF 2022 also proposes a tribute to Ukraine under the logo Stop the War. 
The festival will present three feature films and five short reels representative of contemporary Ukrainian cinema in the darkest period of European history since the Second World War. Here is Dana Dumitriu Kelba, artistic director of the Bucharest International Film Festival. I'd like to say that we also have a guest from Ukraine, Valentin Vasayanovich, one of the best-known Ukrainian directors of the moment. The three films that he comes with at the festival, all three Ukraine's proposals for the Oscars, are Reflection, Atlantis and Black Level. These are very special films which I'm sure will be very much appreciated by the audience. One of them has no dialogue, so one can get the story just by looking at the images. It's a very modern type of cinema. We also want to organize a round table on the situation in Ukraine, where the participants will discuss the latest developments and the terrible effects of the war started by Putin, an unfair war which should not have happened. Among the participants in the round table, there will be a known historian, as well as the ambassadors of Ukraine and Poland. We hope the audience will engage too. Also, with the help of the Polish embassy in Romania, we will present the film Mr. Jones, directed by Agnieszka Holland, a film that got a BAFTA award. It's a very special film, whose action takes place in the early 1930s, during the famine caused by Stalin in Ukraine. In the History and Cinema section, the current BIF edition includes the historical documentary Mary, the Heart of Romania, directed by Trevor Putz to honor the centenary of the coronation of Queen Mary in Alba Iulia. It is the story of the political role and the interesting private life of Queen Mary of Romania. Granddaughter of Queen Victoria, she married the Crown Prince of Romania in 1893. Queen Mary led the country through the horrors of World War I until the victory proclaimed at the Paris Peace Conference in 1919. Italian cinema is at the fore at the current BIF edition with films awarded at international competitions and world-renowned superproductions included in the programme. The King of Laughter is the adaptation of the biography of the comic theatre legend Eduardo Scarpetta. The film, directed by Mario Martone, has had several nominations and won awards in 2022, including the Davide Donatello Awards for Costumes and Best Supporting Actor, as well as the awards for Best Film, Production and Costumes at the Golden Chia Gala. The director Mario Martone has made films nominated for The Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival. And for this film, he received a new nomination in this category of the festival, as well as the Golden Film Award and the Award for Best Actor. And that was Cultural Event. Next in this program, Sports. Hello, this is Daniel Beal to the microphone. A couple of days ago, the Italian city of Parma played venue for a major women's tennis tournament of the WTA 250 series. The main draw of the clay tournament Parma Ladies Open, a competition with 200,000 euros in prize money, included two Romanians, third-seeded Irina Begu and sixth-seeded Anna Bogdan. Bogdan made it to the semi-finals and was awarded a prize of almost 9,000 euros. Her performance in Parma has also pushed her seven WTA notches up to the 46th position 
for the first time in her career. She has also got the Athlete of the Week title, Radio Romania International Awards Weekly to the Best Romanian Performance. In Parma, Bogdan obtained a first two-set win, 6-1-6-2, against Laura Pigosi of Brazil. Then she defeated Anna Schmiedlova of Slovakia in three sets, 6-2-3-6-6-3. Bogdan then met her compatriot Irina Begu in the quarterfinals, whom she outperformed 6-2-7-6. In the semifinals, she managed a good show against Mayar Sharif of Egypt, who eventually won the game 6-4-3-6-6-4. Sharif won the trophy after beating top seed Maria Sakari of Greece in the finals. Anna Bogdan was born on the 25th of November 1992 in Sinaia, southern Romania, and turned professional in 2007. In 2009, she was second in the Junior World Ranking. She made it to the 59th position in the WTA ranking in June 2018. Her main performances had been two WTA semis in Florianopolis in 2016 and in Bucharest a year later. Since then, she has had a constant ascension making it to the semis in Paris in May and in Portoro, Slovenia in September. She played two finals in Warsaw in July, where she lost, and in Yash, northern Romania, in August, where she won. Among the Romanian players, she comes fourth after ninth-seeded Halep, Irina Begu on the 33rd position, and Sorana Krsta, who is presently ranking 39th in the WTA standings. And that's all from our sports desk. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next up in this broadcast, it's your music. I'm Camera Simeon, and today I'll bring you music from the Posada Rock 2022 Festival and Contest. Stay tuned. Organized by the Rock Culture Association in partnership with the Kumpulung City Hall and being a priority project of the Ministry of Culture, Posada is the oldest rock festival and contest in Romania. It takes place every year in the first weekend of autumn at the Kumpulung Muschel Municipal Stadium. The first edition of the Posada Rock Festival and Contest took place in 1986 during the communist period and right from the beginning it was meant to be a festival and contest scheduled for a period of three days together there in Kumpulung the best rock groups from the underground area for the competition and the best-known local rock artists for recitals. Thus, over time, most of Romania's bands have appeared on the stage at Kumpulung Muschel, including those that have become rock legends. The festival and contest managing to launch year after year interesting formulas for the Romanian rock and not only. Currently, Posada is undoubtedly the most important festival and contest for rock groups from the Romanian underground, also becoming a respected international rock festival. At Kumpulung Muschel, performing right from the beginning of the 90s, important names of world rock music. At the recently concluded edition of 2022, 
the Doomsday Astronaut from Sibiu are the winners of the contest dedicated to underground bands with the Posada Rock Festival and contest held between September 2nd and 4th in Kampulun Muschel. In addition, the Sibiu band Doomsday Astronaut also received a special award offered by underground music consisting of a promotion package. Now the ranking of the contest. First prize went to the Bucharest band Taking Back August. The second prize went to the More Silence group from Hungary. And the third prize to the Arad band Unity of Opposites. And the second special prize, the Zaharia Radulika prize, went to the Ploiesti-based band Zgripsorum. Let's listen next to a song from the repertoire of the Transylvanian alternative rock band Luna Amara, closely related to Posada Rock Festival and Contest through all the ten albums of the band. The song is called Dark Red from the Asphalt CD, performed by five genuine rockers, the group's frontman, vocal soloist and guitarist Nick Fagadar, vocalist, guitarist and trumpeter Michna Blidariu, bassist Sorin Moraru, drummer Razvan Rista and guitarist Andrei Bozan.
Another Romanian band linked to the Posada Rock Festival and Contest is the legendary Cluj-based band Compact, which we invite you to listen to next with the unmistakable Girl from a Dream piece, the first great success in the history of Compact Band and also in the history of Posada Rock in the 80s. So listen to vocalist Paul Cuc, keyboardist Mircea Octavian and guitarist Constantin Kamarashan, along with the late rockers drummer Leluz Vasilescu and bassist Theo Petar with the Peace Girl from a Dream. Living Romania. Coming up next in the program. 
new names on the cover. Welcome to a new edition in our new names on the cover series. Your host this week is Eugen Nasta. First, we're going to be focusing on the Romanian Cultural Institute in Bucharest and a recently held book fair in Serbia and Romania. And then on the fifth edition of the Sofiana Dejda Days, recently held in Brasov on September the 30th. Stay tuned. As part of the events the Romanian Cultural Institute will be staging at the International Book Fair in Belgrade, book professionals in Serbia and Romania will have a dialogue between October the 26th and the 27th. The scheduled meeting on October the 26th will focus on fiction and non-fiction. On October the 27th, talks will be focusing on youth and children's literature. Attending the event will be representatives of Romanian book publishers such as Art, Curta Veche, Frontiera, Humanitas, Nemira and Polirom. Romanian publishers will thus be given the opportunity to promote Romanian authors and will also get acquainted with the literature from the neighbouring country Serbia. The Romanian publishers will have dialogues with their Serbian counterparts. More than 30 Romanian authors will be present at Romania's stands, where on display will be the latest releases in fiction, non-fiction, youth and children's books, as well as art books. Over 30 events will be staged, with writers and translators attending, but also cultural journalists and academics from both Romania and Serbia. The Jamba Cultural Center in Tulcha County, in the east, a public cultural institution affiliated to the Tulcha County Council, has organized the 48th edition of the Panait Cherna National Poetry Contest, thus paying tribute to the poet Panait Cherna, who was born in Tulcha County's locality of Cherna on September the 25th, 1881. Panait Cherna died on March the 23rd, 1913, in Leipzig, Germany. The poet has roots south of the Danube, which adds a special touch to the inter-ethnic mosaic of Dobroja. You are listening to Radio Romania International. New names on the cover continues on Radio Romania International. I'm Eugen Nasta. The 2022 edition of the Panait Cherna National Poetry Contest sought to encourage the literary creation of all those who have not had any editorial debut, they did not have their own poems published in an individual volume, and the manuscripts are to be submitted over September the 19th and October the 31st, 2022. The assessment of the submitted works will be held over November the 2nd and the 6th. The winners of the contest will be made public in the media on November the 7th, but also on www.jeanbart.ro. The Sofia Nadezhda Days is a project initiated in 2018 with a gala of literature written by women. At present, it is an interdisciplinary micro-festival 
whose eventual aim is the promotion of the literature and arts created by women. The fifth edition of the Sofia Nadezhda Days is an event jointly staged by the Lucian Blaga University in Sibiu, Faculty of Letters, and the Anti-Fragile Association. The event is co-financed by the National Cultural Fund Association. The meetings are held as part of the Convenient Project, which is a project of debates initiated in 2019, by means of which organizers sought to create a safe space where women artists of various milieus can share the various problems they are faced with and come up with their own solutions. This year, the theme of the meeting is How Women Write in Times of War. The fifth edition of the Sofiana Dejda Days had a series of meetings with Ukrainian playwright Irina Haretz in Bucharest on September the 27th, in Sibiu on September the 29th, and in Brasov on September the 30th. Irina Haretz is a playwright, screenwriter, a stage director, and a therapist. Irina Haretz is the manager of the Modern Dialogue Theatre in Poltava, Ukraine. She is also the founder of the Contemporary Theatre Library in Poltava, Ukra Drama Hub. Irina Haretz received a nomination for the Women in Arts 2021 Award, the Women in Theatre category. Twelve Years of Artistic Intervention in the Public Space, a volume about the horizontal newspaper by Dan Perzhovsky. A retrospective of artist Dan Perzhovsky's works, works he created in the public space in Perzhovsky's native town, Sibiu, has been made available in a multimedia volume compiled by multimedia artist Gloria Luca. The volume is titled Dan Berzhovsky, The Horizontal Newspaper, A School of Text and Image. It was brought out by the Kurta Vecchia Publishing and includes essays in English and images of Dan Berzhovsky's works he created in the last 12 years on the wall nearby the National Theatre in Sibiu. The book has been recently launched as part of the Documenta 15 International Festival in Kassel, Germany, where it enjoyed a warm welcome. The Horizontal Newspaper is arguably the longest-lasting artistic project carried in Romania's public space and definitely a one-of-a-kind artistic experiment around the world. As a summary of our lives in black and white, the work unfolds on a surface area of 200 square metres. It is more than 12 years of uninterrupted activity, and the horizontal newspaper also went away from home, connecting the original works with events from around the world, from the Theatre Festival in Avignon to the Documenta 15 festival, where the volume was launched actually. This organic work was a constant analysis of the current events in our lives, at once suggesting the possibility of a better future through a public art project, but also an educational one, just as Gloria Luca argued in her book. The horizontal newspaper has become some sort of a classroom with only one wall, yet it is a classroom 
that does not impose certain values and principles, does not discriminate and does not turn a blind eye to discrimination. Thanks to its very nature, this artistic experiment rejects the double standards. Dan Berzhovsky thus succeeds to remain constant in the way he delivers the artistic act, the same style that consecrated him worldwide as a unique visual artist, is also set to work on the Coposo Boulevard in Sibiu. In time, the horizontal newspaper has gained its own pace, which we are invited to synchronize with, in order to constantly develop a kind of critical thinking which is required in our daily lives, where we very easily can touch the extremes. Dan Berzhovsky has built a landmark of the freedom of expression, of ambitions and perseverance, of solidarity and artistic coherence in the public space. That's all we had time for in this week's edition of New Names on the Cover. For Radio Romania International in Bucharest, I'm Eugen Nasta. Bye for now. on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Matilda Pascal Kojokarica is not only a talented vocalist from northern Romania, but she is also very pretty. We recall that this remarkable artist, born on October the 4th, won a beauty contest in 1979. Here she is now on the microphone with a song about the beautiful autumn season. Ai Dragă toamnă, nu ai stat pe la uși, pe la geam. Însă fii cum te știu, fii o doamnă, măcar tu să nu întrebi câți ani Dar să-ți spun un secret, nu mai ție. Ești aici și oricum te-am primit Am făcut, poate iar, o prostie Am greșit și m-am îndrăgostit Mă mint sau nu mă mint, dar când iubesc Că-n tineret 
atunci m-ascund și fug de dumneata Și iar la poarta mea Ai bătut și ai venit, dragă toamnă Cu ce nu și dimineți Te primesc doar atât și nu înseamnă că am timp de amare tristeț. Mă întreb iar ce gând te să mai vii când eu nu te aștept. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15.320 and 17.670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>